Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So I just got done doing the whiteboard video, and I think it's something very important that we need to go over right now on a live stream. It's all about how the Fed is making the inevitable recession much, much worse. So first and foremost, let's get right into something called the Phillips curve. Now, most of you know what this is, but for uh, the noobs to the channel, <laughs> it's very easy. And why we want to start here is because this is what the Fed and the central planners, the Keynesians, the Paul Krugman types, uh, this is what they hyper-focus on. And I said in the whiteboard video that it's it's crazy. It's like when you go to get your PhD in economics, what they do is they take out your common sense and they replace it with insanity. It's like, I remember watching an episode of the Simpsons one time and Homer was like learning French or something like that, but he could only fit so much stuff into his brain. So when the new stuff came in, like old stuff would go out. So he like, like what, what he would wor learn a couple extra words in French, but yet he'd forget like Bart's name. And then he'd forget like all these other things because there's only so much room in there. And it's like the exact same thing with these PhD economists that they start with quite a bit of common sense, but there's not enough room in there for the common sense and the Keynesian insanity. So when the Keynesian insanity comes in, the common sense goes out just like Homer Simpson in the uh, in that episode of The Simpsons that I was referring to. So anyway, we got the Phillips curve right here. This is simply inverse relationship between unemployment and inflation. So if unemployment goes down, let's say to 3%, oh my gosh, we got to freak out because we know inflation is going to skyrocket <laughs> because too many people have jobs. The economy is too productive. And if it's too productive, we all know that's what causes consumer prices to go up. Oh, geez. So they, the hypothesis here is unemployment rate down to 3%. Well, then, oh, my goodness gracious, inflation has to be at least 5%. But if you want to get inflation down to 2%, which is the Fed's target, well, what do you do? Well, then your job as a central banker becomes making sure that your job, everyone watching, goes away. <laughs> Their job is to make sure you lose your job ASAP because, oh my gosh, you, we all know the best thing that we can do for the long-run health of the economy is to make sure there are more people that are unemployed. We got to make sure that fewer people are creating goods and services, and then we will have a booming economy. <laughs> You know, when you say this stuff out loud, it just seems so crazy. But yet, this is just, and again, the reason we started here, because you guys need to understand that we can talk about the the near-term forward spread, which is a yield curve that the Fed looks at, which they used to say is a good indicator of recession. But of course, now that that is inverted, they kind of sweep it under the rug. We can talk about this. We can talk about GDP. We can talk about... Uh, you know, the inversion of the, of the actual yield curve, the twos and the, and the tens. We can talk about all of these other data points and metrics. And you have to understand that as you, as rebel capitalists, or as just people with common sense, you look at all the data points. And then you come to a conclusion 
as to what the probabilities are that we will go into a recession, the probabilities that inflation will remain high or will have disinflation or deflation, et cetera. You look at all of the available data. The Fed doesn't do that. And this is what you need to understand. They might look at the data, but then they look at it and then completely ignore it. They look at it and then insert it directly into the trash. And then they just sit there and fondle this beautiful Phillips curve. Oh my gosh. It's like the little precious in the Lord of the Rings. Remember that? He's like, oh, my little precious, my little precious. That's what Jerome Powell does with the Phillips curve. As disturbing as a thought as that may be. (laughs) Uh, So since unemployment is down at 3.5%, even though they've got this inversion of the curve, even though we've got shoplifting at all-time highs, even though we're in the middle of a banking crisis that already is worse than what we saw in 2008, if you look at the assets of the banks that actually, the combined assets of the banks that actually went bust, even though we've got loans and leases flatlining, we've got M2 decline, even though, well, I'm going to wait for that chart. Because this is the the ultimate like trump card. Let's get to this chart next. So here is the month over month inflation rate in the United States. And this goes back one year. So we see that in June of 2022, we we're at 1.2% just for the month. But then we went down to zero and kind of two, four, five, back down 0.2, 0.1. And we fast forward to the last number we received, which was in May at 0.1%. So you see this dramatic decline. And mind you, the year over year inflation rate in June of 2022, and we had this 1.2 month over month print was 9.1. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Well, you all know that right now the un- the inflation rate is 4%. And let's think about this. The next CPI number that we get month over month will be July. It should actually it should be coming up here very soon. And uh, I think it was on the 12th. So probably tomorrow, Josh. Might actually Josh, can you look that up real quick cuz we definitely have to put that on the calendar. So I think that it actually does come out tomorrow, in which case we will lose this 1.2%, the base effects they always talk about. And what will we gain? Well, we will likely gain something less than 1.2%. So let's just assume we gain a a 0.2. Okay, well, that would mean that the year-over-year will go from 4% down to 3%. So tomorrow, as of tomorrow, the year-over-year headline CPI that you're going to hear about in the mainstream media 
will likely be close to 3%. Okay, great. So let's think this through. We have had year-over-year inflation go from 9.1% down to likely 3%, a decrease of 6.1%. So if the Phillips curve is correct, what would you assume the unemployment rate would do during this time? So again, we've got inflation going down from 9% to 3%. So if the Phillips curve is correct, you would see the unemployment rate skyrocket. Because if the unemployment rate doesn't skyrocket, well, let's look at the, the, the look at my middle, little precious Phillips curve. The Phillips curve says that if unemployment goes down, well, or excuse me, if inflation goes down, unemployment has to go up. It has to. It just has to. But yeah, but that doesn't really make sense. It doesn't matter. Common sense, shut up. Just you and your stupid common sense. Just, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> it's like that uh, that picture of the monkeys, you know, where one's got one over his ears and the like this and like this. That's what the Fed does whenever you try to inject common sense into the conversation. So now that we know that inflation did come down substantially or has come down, well, let's look at the unemployment because obviously the unemployment rate during the last year, it obviously skyrocketed. I mean, that's just, it's a given. Duh. Well, everyone knows this, especially the PhD economists. Here is the unemployment rate. Let's just do the last, oh, let's do the last five years. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Time out here. If we look at June of 2022, when the inflation rate year over year was 9.1%, the unemployment rate was 3.6. Then we fast forward to today or tomorrow when the CPI will likely be at 3%. And Josh, would you look at that? The unemployment rate is not 10%, it's not 15%, it's not 20%, it is 3.6%. I don't think that's possible. It's not possible. Duh, look at the Phillips curve. Have you, have, Josh, have you seen the Phillips curve lately? Do you even know what it is? This is what we're dealing with here, guys. And if you think I'm exaggerating, let's go ahead and look at this CNBC article. Titled, this is the end of the beginning, the battle against inflation. Economist says, key talking points, U.S. inflation cooled in May to an annual rate of 4%. Yes, that is the lowest rate in more than two years. But they go on to say the central banks need to trigger a recession to force unemployment to pick up (laughs) and create enough demand destruction. Wait a minute. If, If they need higher rates of unemployment to create demand destruction to bring down inflation, How has inflation come down (laughs) six points over the last year? I mean, it's like there's this giant elephant in the room called data. All you have to do for this top economist at Society General, he's a top economist, but yet he can't do Google. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's just shocking. They say the persistence of labor market tightness and the apparent resilience of the economy means that market is pricing a 90% chance federal raise in the next meeting. And they go on to say the U.S. inflation cooled in May to an annual rate of four. They're saying this in the exact, literally, it's the next sentence. It is the next sentence. When they sit there and say that they have to raise the unemployment rate to bring inflation down, and in the very next sentence, they say, Inflation has come down, even though we have low unemployment. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like, but yet these are the experts. You see what I'm saying? And look at this guy. I mean, he looks very intelligent. I'm sure he's incredibly articulate. He speaks well, but yet how, how, how can you just, again, it has to be Homer Simpson. In fact, they probably didn't show his left ear because you could see all the common sense spilling out of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. So then basically he concludes by saying that they've got to continue to jack rates because they have to cause a recession. If they don't cause a recession, then we are absolutely doomed. So obviously the main takeaway here, guys, is that if the Fed is fixated on this yield curve, if they ignore everything else you know that we've discussed here, they're going to continue to raise rates until that unemployment rate starts to skyrocket. And unfortunately, in doing so, because let's just assume they paused right now, what would be the catalyst to make inflation go right back to 9%? What, what, what would it be? Checking account balances are down. Therefore, purchasing power down. That's demand destruction in and of itself, right? No more stimmy checks. The supply chains are not good, but they're improving or they have improved. We don't have any transfer payments going from savings to checking to increase velocity like we did with the stimmy checks back in 2020. So you would assume that things would stay the same because there is there's no catalyst. So if the trajectory is down, why would inflation not, you know, once we hit 3%, maybe it doesn't just plummet down to zero, but why would it not hover right around 3% exactly what we have seen over the past year, if there's nothing else, no other catalyst to take it higher? The answer is it would, but the Fed ignores all this. They continue to jack rates, and those increase in interest rates will exacerbate the recession and exacerbate the rates of unemployment rate that we would have seen in said recession. Unbelievable. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and common sense, for heaven's sakes. Don't be Homer Simpson. <laughs> Allow your brain to expand. We'll see you in the next video.